This is a place. This is a place. This is a place. We want to talk about. This is a place. Welcome to this week's episode of This is a Place podcast. My name is Nate, and with me is a guy who can't fully espresso his excitement for this episode, Brandon. Oh man, I can't I can't even put it into words. But the good thing is, when we tried this place, good thing is I didn't get a lot of caffeine. That's right. Because I'd be jumping all over the place. You have a bad reaction to caffeine? I do now, since I don't drink soda, like we've talked about a million times on the episodes in the past. When I do get caffeine in one form or another or another, it 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 works. I'm not immune to it anymore. To right. Well, today we were joined by Michael Draper, who is the owner and mastermind behind Latter-day Cafe. Thanks for being here on the podcast with us, Michael. Thanks for calling me a mastermind. Uh, it's not the worst thing I've ever been called. I quite liked it. Uh, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. I call you mastermind and Michael, but before we get too far, I want to get it out of the, the way. You have to tell us why you go by flames, why that's on your business card. Oh, yes, that is on my business card. So my full name, uh, Michael James Draper, very biblical, very basic, very white. Uh, and, uh, my parents were just not creative, I guess. Uh, but I was, so I was really into dragons. I was really big into Mario. Uh, and in fact, you can see behind me, there's actually a little like, I was going to say my sister got me for my birthday. Uh, she, anyway, she, you know, with your little siblings, you're forever, your little sibling in your mind. So I was obsessed with dragon tales and dragons and princesses and dragon slaying all the fairy tales. My mom would read me. So I was determined that I was just going to, my profession, I was going to grow up and be a professional dragon hunter because uh, I figured that's the best way to marry a princess was to slay a dragon. Uh, I didn't know that there were easier ways to get girls, but you know, that's was my chosen career field. And my siblings just gaslit the heck out of me and encouraged me and said like, yeah, you can totally do that. That is a very <laughs> valid career option for you, Michael. And so I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to be a dragon hunter, I need a cool dragon hunter name. James is dead. Flames is in. Mike Flames. Perfect. I had everyone call me that for like three years until I got really embarrassed about it. You know how like you're cool and creative and then you're like trying to be cool like everyone else when you're like 13 or 12. And then like when I was 17, 18, I guess 18, I started realizing how sick it was. So uh, now it's my handle on all my uh, social medias and my sister who's a graphic designer uh, and my business partner made my business cards and threw in there Michael Flames Draper. Yeah, no, she's uh, she's great like that. She's she's a funny one. She's the funniest person I know. She's a, a good partner for me in business. So tell us about your your cafe. Um, Nate and I had a chance to come down and try it down in Provo, pretty close to BYU there. Yeah, it was really a pleasure to have you guys. Uh, these guys, uh, thirsty men, they drank up their lattes and cappuccinos uh, with uh, force I'd never seen uh nathan was uh if i you'll probably talk about it later was seemed like you were reminiscing fondly of savada some other fake coffees you'd been able to experience right. but um the basic idea with it uh is that i serve 
the world's best uh, coffee substitute. Uh, we use a different plant, not a coffee bean. Um, it's a, a superfood called capomo or Maya seed or Maya nut. Um, and it's a, a peach like fruit. And we take the pit out of it like a peach and roast it and grind it and refine it uh, and process it. So uh, we've got a, a secret method of processing it. So it tastes the final product, just like a delicious cup of coffee, except that it's naturally totally caffeine free. Although we can add pure lab made caffeine to custom levels in each drink if somebody wants it. Uh, it's super nutrient dense. It's full of potassium, calcium, folate, um, tons of uh, essential nutrients. Um, and it's really environmentally sustainable. Uh, coffee farming, at least most coffee farming, everything done at all the big places. Uh, it's called Robusta coffee, which is sun grown, uh, where basically they have to just clear cut rainforest. Uh, and they have a big yield. It's a big moneymaker except the coffee has no time in the soil to actually get flavor infused from the, the ground and it uh, strips the earth. And then they have to clear cut more rainforest to grow even more coffee. Um, so our stuff, it's not even farmed. It's just harvested. Basically people in Central America just walk around and just pick it up um, and they eat the fruit and they send me their pit garbage. Uh, and uh, well, I shouldn't say that, but they, you know, it's, they don't need the pits and that's what I make my drink out of. And that's why it's uh, so nutrient rich because it's not just a caffeinated bean. It's a whole food. It's a superfood. How, how did you come across this or like, did you have a desire to find a coffee alternative or is it just by chance? Yeah. Well, so I joined the church when I was 17 uh, and I was a coffee addict. Um, my dad was, uh, I would, Starting about five or six, I would make him a cappuccino uh, every day, and I would always sneak little sips. Uh, when I was a teenager, I discovered, uh, well, actually, when I was Presbyterian, they had a coffee in church, which was just like a vehicle for sh- cream and sugar, which as my little ADHD mind just needed so much of. And then as a teenager, I discovered uh, caramel frappuccinos from McDonald's, and I was drinking probably one of those a day, at least. So I loved coffee just deeply. Um, and when I joined the church, I, uh, I quit coffee and that was really hard because like I said, it was amazing. And I spent the next decade just missing it. And well, actually when I was uh, shortly after I joined the church, I was putting some artificial vanilla extract into something. And I looked at it and stopped and thought like, why do they have artificial vanilla, but not artificial coffee? And then it was like, Bing! Uh, I right there. I thought someday I'll do it. I'll be rich. I'll call it Mojo, <laughs> Mormon Joe. Ha! Um, but uh, I didn't pursue that then. I got into real estate, started flipping houses. But then uh, it's like one of those things where God closes a door and opens a window. The eviction freeze during COVID. Uh, I was not allowed to evict any tenants anymore. So all my tenants knew that. So they all stopped paying their rent. Uh, so I lost my income stream. So I basically just unloaded the houses for pennies on the dollar and moved home uh, and decided it was time to pivot. Uh, I decided that I was going to do the world's best coffee substitute. So I spent the next year and a half, uh, two years during COVID, just researching. I bought one of every coffee substitute in the world that I could find. I bought over 30 kinds of fake coffee, cost me a thousand dollars. I tried them all, found that most of them, t- all of them tasted kind of like hot garbage. Uh, I found one that tasted a little bit like garbage, but also a little bit like coffee. 
Uh, and then I spent about six months working with that one, the Capomo, until I developed a method um, that was so effective in making it taste like coffee that when I made the final product, I spat it out because I thought I had messed up and used my mom's real coffee. Wow. And yeah, when I realized I hadn't, I knew what I had done. Uh, so I immediately moved out to Utah to <laughs> get this going. Uh, and that's uh, a year ago today, I actually moved out uh, in February, right after the Super Bowl. Packed up. I think it's a good day to record. Happy one year anniversary. Yeah, right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, what a no way I'd rather celebrate it. What did you guys think? You guys were you guys were there. You guys drank the drinks. No, no one's listening. Don't worry. If you're coffee lovers, you can tell me. No one will know. I love <laughs> the smell of coffee. Like I love oh, yeah. going to we, the store. We hear that and, a lot. And um, my grandparents, when they come to visit, um, were non-members and would I'd love it when they would brew the coffee in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. Have that coffee smell in the morning. But that's the whole house. Kind of about it. Besides the candy flavored coffee stuff that I've had, I've never don't think I've ever had pure coffee before so good for you good for you i'm surprised how few people uh even in provo the heart of uh churchdom uh are not are, are true coffee virgins so well yeah, my experience <laughs> same like nate always loved the smell of it never actually tried it except i had a one time i at work everybody was getting drinks from starbucks and so i asked for uh i get could you say a virgin pumpkin spice latte <laughs> And they yeah, got it yeah. for me, but it wasn't, and it did have coffee in it. So I tried that. Yep, straight, straight to, to jail. jail. Straight <laughs> yep. to jail. <laughs> and then I didn't drink anymore because I found out it did have coffee, and I didn't want to do that. So that was my one experience. Yeah. And it was delicious, and I wish it was something I could have mm-hmm. all oh. the time. So I lied. I lied. So on my mission, and you brought it up a little bit, um, they have a drink called Savada, right? Yeah. Which is a coffee alternative. And so I was in my first area and we had it a few times with members or even investigators. And then one night this lady brought out and there's, they, they, they make us like stir it up or like chop it up or whatever, grind it up in her cup. And then they bring the water out, pour it in. But one night mm-hmm. we were doing that. And I like looked at it. I'm like, this looks different. Tell my trainer, like, this looks different. Don't worry about it. It's just a different brand. Okay. <laughs> then I smelled it. I'm like, dude, this smells different too. And he's like, don't worry about it. It's just a different brand. <laughs> They bring out the co- or the water, they pour it in, and I smell like, dude, like this smells and does not taste like we like did not taste like Savada. <laughs> and um, when we got home that night, we were jumping up and down on the beds, and we're like, oh wait, that probably uh, was that probably was coffee. That was probably coffee. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> coffee is very unique, uh, and it took me a long time to create a drink that actually fit the bill because there's some nice coffee drinks. I mean, Savada was one of the better ones that I tried. Um, Echo uh, Inca um were maybe my three favorites uh other i mean they didn't taste like coffee to me but they were nice bitter you know what i mean wheat barley kind of drinks is it kind um, of like not it's like diet coke not actual coke is that what you mean yes, like it's, actually, it's yes, there but yeah. not all the way there well like yeah no diet coke's actually pretty fair because it's just like it is a soda it's brown it's sweet but it tastes more like pepsi but it's what is it it's diet coke right. yeah it's like that whereas like my stuff i would say is like Coke Zero compared to Coke. Uh, although, honestly, that's not even doing quite enough justice. Uh, a lot of regular coffee drinkers. We have a, a really cool French guy named Jan who comes in every single day. Uh, he drinks probably four cups of coffee throughout the day, and then he comes into us at the evening because he doesn't want the that's caffeine. Awesome. 
uh, yeah. And people tell us all the time that it doesn't, now I'm, I'm quoting my customers here. Okay. Uh, that it doesn't just taste like coffee. It tastes like a really good cup of coffee because coffee is like wine. It can have so many tastes depending on where it's from, how it's prepared, how many deer peed on the coffee <laughs> plant that year. Um, so, uh, my stuff just, not all coffee is great coffee. Uh, my stuff tastes like great coffee and I will die on that hill. I stand by it. <laughs> well, to answer your question, I mean, both Nate and I haven't had a lot of experience with coffee, but I really enjoyed what you made me. You gave us first and walked in like a shot of, what was the, it like? Cappuccino? Yeah. I guess kind Wait, of just like the little tiny the espresso, right? Espresso. Yeah. yeah a little tiny oh, espresso. That's a shot is the pure stuff. So you could taste what it, what it was in the base. Yeah. What do you think that was going to be? That would have been bitter. It was very bitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something I wouldn't drink every day unless I really wanted the, the boost. Mo- most coffee nice. drinkers don't <laughs> drink espresso. Straight. Um, it's, but what I had was a, I a guess cappuccino, a, I believe a cappuccino. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cappuccino with Irish cream and caramel. Mm. I love that drink. And I really liked it. I mean, again, I'm not comparing it to coffee because I haven't had it, but it's something I would drink on the reg. Oh, be still my beating heart. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear that. I yeah, And you also, we got a, we both got drinks for our wives. I think they were the same one, a white chocolate raspberry iced latte. That's yeah. what it was. And yeah, my wife drank that thing real quick. Nice. Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> um that's uh that's a great drink uh there's nothing on our menu that i don't totally love uh we have like total like 60 different flavors you can put in and people are like are they all good i'm like yeah you don't see like the 200 that i rejected you know i'm i'm kind of obsessive you know i don't want i want people to be able to throw a dart for a dart at my menu and land on something delicious that's why i felt like we could have done it there was there's so many options that you have and they all sounded good, which was why it was so hard to narrow it down and pick what I did. So yeah, yeah. I mean, makes me anxious to try other flavors. Oh, excellent. Um, I guess I'm happy to make you anxious. <laughs> it's not usually how I want my people to be, but oh uh, yeah, Nate. What did your wife think of the white chocolate raspberry? My wife, I guess, does not like coffee taste at all. So she okay. wasn't very. <laughs> Which was exciting for me because then I got to drink it. So, yeah. Oh, well, then what do so you I had, oh, I loved it. Like, I think, Excellent. well, because when I asked you, I wanted kind of like the most authentic coffee mm-hmm. experience. And I think I just gave the, you a cappuccino with sugar in it. Yeah. Like, or what do you call it? The um, simple syrup. No, you did the Cafe Americano. Oh, right? ca- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You a did cafe the Americano. Cafe Americano. It's double, so. it's double espresso with water instead of milk. Yeah. So you put a little cream and some sugar sugar in it and um it was great i mean like you said it kind of gave me that nostalgic thoughts to savada but just a little bit sweeter taste i thought mm-hmm. um but the raspberry one was more like to me like a dessert drink you know yeah with the sugar so mm-hmm. it was it was really good but it had like That's... that little different kick to it than you would mm-hmm. get from like a milkshake or something like that i can't explain it but it was yeah. really good. I, I loved it. So you can't um, explain. It. You have to taste it. <laughs> yeah. So I I technically got two two drinks that night. So Ooh, it was great. Cheating so the thanks. system. <laughs> Second drink. <laughs> Second drink. So his office fans love that show. Yeah, we quote it way too much on here. Oh, yeah. don't we all? Don't we all? I saw some deleted scenes with uh, Stanley and Jim in Florida uh, today that I thought were great. 
Um, well, I'm so glad that uh, you enjoyed it. Uh, the lattes are my favorite. Uh, it's it's sort of funny. As much as everyone loves the smell of coffee, it's almost like a universal human experience to like the first time you taste coffee. It's like your grandfather, or your, your dad just gives you a little sip of your of his black coffee and it's hot and soapier and you grown-ups are gross and you <laughs> right. put it away and you you're never going to have it again uh until you get it until you got a latte in the future and then then you're hooked we'll be right back you love listening to podcasts but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast maybe you want to build a brand grow your business or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step -step guide to starting your podcast today. Yeah, um, so I quit soda i was a, a soda addict for for a long time so i quit soda about seven years ago oh good for you and so this was I'm great because i'm always that. searching for that kind of alternative something else besides lemonade to drink <laughs> that's not on water so yeah uh this was great um something a little different and then you can add the caffeine if you if you want mm -hmm. that extra extra kick so I'm really glad you guys enjoyed your drinks. I'm sure this could have gone a whole different way <laughs> if you guys sure were just have. pretending. <laughs> Me arguing with you. No, you enjoyed it. It tasted good. <laughs> you, you did it wrong. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> you did it wrong. This is your fault, not me. Um, yeah, and we're not perfect, uh, but we, I try. I strive for perfection. So how? So you said you've been in Utah since February of uh, 2021. Uh, when yes. did the shop open up? So that's a funny story, actually. Originally, was I was doing all the workshopping and like development during the middle of the pandemic, and apparently Utah uh, was like pretty based. They didn't give much of a rat's, and they just like kept things going pretty normal after like a week or two. Uh, I was in I was in North Carolina. Uh, was one of like it was run by a uh, who's the freaking I forget his name. It's Roy Cooper, maybe. Yeah, uh, he's the one of like two governors that Trump came out and was like, it's a huge disaster. These governors, they're treating their citizens like prisoners. It's disgusting, really sad. It's tragic. Um, look at Florida, Florida, they have it on perfect disease control and they're free, no masks. Um, but North Carolina was hard lockdown. <laughs> um, like you couldn't, uh, like you, I like, I tried to, uh, I, when I first got there, uh, I like, tried to like walk into a Walmart and I didn't like have a mask. Cause like, why would I have a mask? Uh, I mean, this is the whole thing, but uh, this guy almost like wanted to fight me. And I was like, what? People are very locked down there. So anyway, um, because of that, I didn't think that I wanted to own a cafe indoor dining space. It didn't seem like a good idea at the time uh, where I was. I didn't know that Utah was uh, so blessed. Uh, and so I, was going to do a food truck. And so actually when I came out here, um, I, uh, put a couple of coins together, uh, and I bought a food truck. I drove all the way down to, uh, New Mexico, uh, picked it up and drove it all the way back, ran out of gas in the mountains at 3am and thought I might die. 
uh, siphoned gas out of the generator and put it into the tank and made it home with my food truck, got it all decked out. I uh, probably had like 55 grand into this food truck all said and done. Uh, and I was going to open on July 5th um, and July 2nd, uh, the food truck, I'm driving it uh, and gets hit by a dump truck on the highway. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, totaled. Um, and shout out Allstate. Uh, they uh, said, yeah, I know you had a $50,000 plan, but you know what? We think we want to give you $20,000. I'm like, what? That's not, that's not enough. Um, so I fought with them tooth and nail and got a little bit more out of them, but it wasn't enough to replace the truck. Uh, but, uh, I did some research and I got lucky and there's a whole nother story to it, but I found, uh, our spot at the hut, which is like, a, it's like a food court that's not attached to a mall. It's called the collective eatery or a food hall. So it's which a bunch so of awesome. We yeah, both were in agreement. Yeah. It's not great. Um, all the restaurants can come together and share utilities. Uh, we all, uh, pay a common bill for the soda machine and we can all sell sodas. Um, and so it's just like sharing the load. So anyway, we were really lucky to have that spot and actually really lucky that COVID closed uh, the restaurant that was in the spot that we were in. Um, but uh, when God closes an acai bowl place, he opens the Latter-day Cafe. That's, that's a saying. Um, I like it. So anyway, uh, we opened up officially uh, September 1st uh, after all the drama uh, and insurance. And it felt like, honestly, this might, I hope it doesn't sound like I'm comparing myself in any serious way to, uh, to a prophet, but I remember reading about Joseph Smith and his family being like kicked around and cheated and lied to and losing their farm like four times and being driven into, uh, um, uh, I can't, where, where's, Where's the sacred grove? Upstate New York. Palmyra. Palm, Palmyra. I, yeah, the path to Palmyra. Uh, is an article by Matthew Holland. Uh, anyway, but they were driven there because that's where the gold plates were, allegedly, if you believe that, that I do. Uh, I mean, he needed to be there. So God kicked their family around until they were in Palmyra. And I felt like God kind of kicked me around until I was in the, <laughs> the hut. And I'm glad he did because it's been uh, a dream. Tons of support uh just tons of great customers and great resources um i wouldn't want it any other way so how has the response been from members and i guess just from everybody because what would you say to people that are you know avoiding the appearance of evil you mm -hmm. might say something like that against like sure it's not coffee but it still is you know first time i, I don't agree first with that, time but... i've ever heard that uh no no, no just kidding <laughs> no we yeah a, a lot of people uh say that it's uh actually more like uh ex-mormons who like like want to make us feel like hypocrites and they're like what happened to avoid an appearance of evil elder what are you doing um but it's no more coffee than technically it's no more like coffee than hot chocolate it tastes like right. coffee right but you can't look at a cup and uh know what it you can't you can't see taste right and we have a really unique logo it's moroni holding a coffee cup and sort of a starbucks style um we have it's not coffee uh sort of our slogan i, I just ordered a bunch of cups from china that are going to say it's not coffee printed underneath the logo 
we don't serve anything that is coffee. Uh, it's almost like it's like the church equivalent of a kosher deli. We, I think we, a lot of people are suggesting you should just sell coffee. Why not? Why not sell coffee? And like, we don't want there to be any doubt. You know I mean? You see somebody with the Latter-day Cafe coffee cup, uh, little Capomo espresso cup. Uh, you know that they're not drinking coffee. They're drinking a healthier, more environmentally sustainable coffee alternative. Word of wisdom safe is the word I've been saying. Okay, great. We're not recording, right? So I can tell everybody that's actually secretly coffee and uh, they won't know. <laughs> it's just big coffee, though. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why you're pushing JK, the quote-unquote caffeine shots. Yeah, yeah. Because I, it's I, I, if you don't get caffeine, you, you won't be fooled. Um, really just the caffeinated <laughs> coffee you've been selling? Yes. Uh, I, people like to talk about that. But I guess back on what Brandon was saying, um, the reception has been really good. Um, honestly, I feel like we're offending people on both sides just a little bit, which I like. Uh, I feel like that means like we're in the sweet spot where we're occupying headspace for a lot of people. Um, because, I mean, we're not uh, a sacrilegious. Uh, we're not an anti-church anyway. My sister and I are both active uh, church members. Um, but uh, even still, uh, because some people can't get over the appearance of evil. They think like, no, it's just, it's a no. And people, I, I posted a meme actually yesterday in a ex-Mormon Reddit. I went to the ex-Mormon Reddit subreddit. Uh, I made a meme. Uh, you guys have seen Endgame? Yes. I, I would hope. Okay, good. Um, so. Is that the yeah, Marvel okay. one? Yes. The Marvel okay. one with Thanos, the, with, with angry Barney, purple, purple dinosaur. <laughs> so there's a line. Uh, where he's talking to his one of his quote unquote daughters anyway. Oh, my favorite daughter. Perhaps I treated you too harshly. And I put, so it was that it was the picture of Thanos with that caption, perhaps I treated you too harshly. Uh, and above it, I wrote like Exmos when they try Latter-day Cafe and realize that it actually does taste like coffee. It's just healthier and better for the earth. And I posted that in ex-Mormon, uh, sub ex-Mormon Reddit, and it was a firestorm. <laughs> It was nothing but positivity, nothing but love and support. They were, they really took a joke. (laughs) And you remembered why you got out of the dragon slaying. Yes. Uh, No, but honestly, it was interesting. There was only a couple of people that were like bitter, bitter, bitter. Other people were, after you talked to them for a second and explained everything, they were, they sort of got it when they realized that it wasn't just a a church thing. Because the market is much bigger than just for the church. I mean, I'm here marketing to the church because it's a free, it's free real estate. But uh, when, uh, you know, as the earth, if it continues to heat up, there's some experts that believe that coffee farming just won't be able to continue like it is. Um, And uh, people are sort of becoming aware of like just the damage that it can cause. And it's not terrible for you, but it's not very healthy. Coffee is. Uh, So there are growing coffee coffee companies like Mudwater. There's, uh, you know, Impossible Foods. They backed... uh, of fake coffee to the tune of like $3 million. There's another group that's uh, working on developing like literally like chemically the same drink as coffee, but made in a lab. So I don't know if that'll, how that'll fly with the word of wisdom, but I'm not too worried about it because my stuff tastes better and it's healthier and we can keep uh, and it's natural. It. Yeah. Right. So I think I'm hitting a spot that no one else is. Uh, and my method is patented and secret. So I feel good for the future, but anyway, I think the market is bigger than just Utah is what I was saying, but Utah is the first step. First Utah, then the world. And people have been nice to me here in Utah. So I love that.
if you decide to take it to the masses outside of Utah, would you think about changing the name? Because you think people would get it outside of Utah? They'd be like, I don't get it. I mean, potentially, potentially. I mean, I was talking to some people uh, that uh, think that it would do really well in Asia and I wouldn't need to change the name. They would just see it and think it's different. Apparently in Asia, people just like to try new things. Anything new, people line up. They like to line up and do new things. Right. It might help if I rebranded uh, outside of Utah. But also, I mean, we're building a, a name recognition. You know, I mean, in six months ago, nobody knew anything about us. But now, you know, I mean, my I get stopped by the cashier at Walmart. You know what I mean? Like, are you the fake coffee guy? And now you're on the biggest Utah podcast ever. So. Absolutely. This is my dream. <laughs> uh, it really is, though. I really appreciate you guys having me on because I love to talk about it. And you guys are cool. I, I consider you guys my friends. So remember, you'll always get the friend price whenever you come in. I hope you'll come back. Oh, yeah, for sure. But sure. Uh, you can also DoorDash us. Uh, if you're listening to this and feeling thirsty, uh, check on DoorDash. See if we'll serve you because we'd like to. And we need your yeah, money. I don't, I don't think I don't think DoorDash <laughs> reaches us over here in West Jordan, but <laughs> sure, sure. But I uh, hopefully your your viewership is yeah, bigger. But I do Jordan. have um <laughs> I usually get season tickets to the football game down there. So maybe that's where I'll go hang oh, out nice. while I wait for traffic to oh yeah. So did you get a lot of traffic after football games? Or did you notice that at uh, all? yeah. Yeah, we, we do pretty well after football games. I think uh we were still pretty new when the season mm -hmm. was in mid swing. Uh, I mean, we're slowly becoming, I think, sort of a part of Provo culture. People are sort of figuring us out. You got to get into the games, man. That'd be great. We need to get our food truck. So I still have the busted food truck, but I don't have a spare like 30 grand to fix it back up. So when I do, then we'll uh, we'll be there. Um, yeah, we're plugging along. We're in the black. You know, we're making money. We're paying our bills. But uh I feel like right now we're just sort of proving a concept and uh, looking for investors. Um, we're saving. Hopefully, I mean, in a couple months, we'll be able to open up uh, another store on our own, on our own funds. But um, I mean, you guys know how it is. You guys are entrepreneurs, businessmen. What is the the next place you're looking at, or you looking Ooh, at this one's Salt fun. Lake area? I, maybe I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Now nah, I'll say it anyway. Okay. Uh, so my my. So there's a couple things. Uh, one, we have some pretty serious uh, prospect at a place in Orem. Uh, but my real dream second location, uh, I've already got approval for. Uh, Traverse Mountain Outlets in Lehigh. Uh, there's a big parking lot like right out front of the, um, I believe it's the Nike store. Uh, I've talked to the owners of Traverse Mountain Outlets. Uh, they really want a cafe uh, and they want us. So they want us to build uh, a cafe in their parking lot with a drive through to service their customers, which would be huge because we have all the tech companies there. And it's like literally every day, a couple people will stop me and be like, you guys got to come to Saratoga. You guys got to come to Lehigh. You guys got to come out this way. Um, so we got to go where the people want us and seems like that's where they want us. So we're excited about that. Um, that's closer to us. So I like to hear that. Yes. Uh, hopefully. I mean, the goal is to, is to kill Starbucks, right? The goal is to be the biggest cafe in Utah um maybe the world someday um but i definitely have like a 10-year goal to have like 500 stores at least um be selling i tell people my 10-year goal is to be selling 80 percent of all the uh coffee uh drinks i mean quote unquote uh coffee drinks in utah and i think we can do it and we're gonna have to pick up the pace a little bit but 
it's going well so far. You're very active on social media. Got a TikTok and you you pump out some entertaining content, I will say. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I uh I never know. I just it's a sort of spitball. I just listen to the trends and the audios and I try to make jokes. Um, and sometimes it's maybe a little bit edgy and sometimes it's relatable. Uh, I, as crazy as some of the stuff I've posted is you should, you should see. Yeah. Well, you should see what's in my drafts. You should see what I don't post. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have a, a group chat, uh, on Instagram with a bunch of like local, like, like meme pages, like pages with a few thousand followers that post memes and they're all pretty edgy people. So I, I post them. I send them all of my, like, sometimes I'll, if it's something's on the edge, I'm like, what do you guys think too much? And they'll always tell me to send it no matter how bad it is, but I still send it to them. And so I try to filter stuff because we're, we try to be, uh, I mean, there's a lot of Draper moms that uh, check our stuff. So I try not to push it too hard. Every so often someone will tell me like, this really isn't something you should post. And if I get like one comment like that a week, uh, then I feel like that's about right. You know, as long as <laughs> just a couple of people are a little bit, I don't know, then everybody else is like, oh, and that deep laugh where they're like, oh, that's great. The one thing I was curious about, I followed a little bit of it, but you did a, did you only drink quote unquote coffee? Yes. For January? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I was, yeah, that was my, my challenge. I was trying to do a 30 day, uh, Capomo only diet. Um, I made it 14 days. Um, and I still, let me say, I, I didn't go the whole month. I, I, I plan to do it again, maybe in soon, maybe next January, try it again. Um, I just, uh, I was working like 13 hours a day at my business and I was trying to work out twice a day. And it was just also, I take a, an ADHD medication um, that like suppresses my appetite. And so it was honestly tough for me to get the, just to drink enough lattes because I needed to drink like at least five extra large uh, ice lattes a day wow. um, just to get the calories. Um, and I had to put extra coffee and Capomo in to get the nutrition. And I cheated two times. I had two dates. I had a, a date uh, to in and out where I had a burger. Um, and I think I had another date where I had something. I just didn't want, they were cute girls. And I didn't want to be sipping on a latte and in and out while they ate a burger. I just, I, How dare probably, you? I, I want to replicate more than I want to finish a Capomo diet. So um, I felt great at the end of it, but I just, as much as I was working, I just couldn't stick on the liquid diet. Uh, I needed to poop again. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I, I made it 14 days. I felt great after at the end of it. Um, but I, uh, I just didn't, uh, I didn't finish it all 30 days, but I did 14 days of only having Capomo with, uh, two cheats. They're respectable. It's more than I could. And I'm lucky if I can make it a whole day without eating Nate's, yeah, Nate's tough. the pro at that. At eating or not yes. eating? Both. <laughs> I, I don't eat three days a week. Really? Is that intermittent yeah. fasting or what is that? Yeah. Yeah. My parents were doing that. Everyone's doing that. I don't, I, I haven't don't. done the research. Why would you do that to yourself? That sounds so bad. It sounds like this sounds healthy. I'm sure. But it just, I, I miss food. It's more probably. Yeah. I'm a big foodie as you can tell, but it's more laziness because when you do a diet, there's too much thinking, right? Like you're mm -hmm. just talking about, like you have to yes. plan meals out where it's like, oh, you can do a diet where you just don't have to eat. <laughs> you don't have to buy anything. You just don't Save eat. Like, yeah, time, I can do that. Better. 
Yeah. So even when I was a gym rat and I was doing, you know, trying to be healthy, I, I wouldn't tell people that, but I was doing intermittent fasting, but I thought people would frown upon it. Right. Oh, interesting. Then all of a sudden it became like a fat. I'm like, Oh, that's a good thing to intermittent fast. So, cause I would go like two, three days without eating sometimes. And wow. Just cause it was easy. Right. And turns out it was supposedly healthy, but I didn't tell anybody I was doing it because I didn't want people to like freak out. It's unhealthy. Oh, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone's an expert on if it's different than what they're doing. Yep. The internet told me this. <laughs> what are your favorite? What, what's your favorite? Like uh, at, when you're breaking a fast, it's been three days. What's your, is there a restaurant or something your wife will cook? That's a good question. It's, it's like, if you do like a three day fast, like by day two, you feel like every commercial is a burger commercial <laughs> or, or talk about, right? Yeah. So it just depends on, and every day I don't eat, you just like walk past anything. You're like, well, tomorrow I'm going to eat that tomorrow. I'm going to eat that. Oh, but yeah. by the time it comes, um, I'm, I like cereal a lot. So cereal is always something I usually want to have. Oh, cereal is um, delicious. I love cereal, but just, just depends um and then i usually the days that i do eat i start out okay i'm gonna eat healthy today and then by like three o'clock i'm like yeah just keep going with this package of oreos <laughs> oreos are so good uh cookies uh, and cream we have a really great cookies and cream flavor that i uh, make into a frappuccino which is like a like an iced latte but like a milkshake basically uh it's when i one oh, of yeah. my go-to's is a cookies and cream frap it's delish okay that's a good question what would you recommend to somebody for the first time? I know we, we mentioned mm. what we got, but what are yeah, some of the, of the course. best first? Sure. Uh, well, I always, the first thing I say, hot or cold? Uh, and then they'll say hot. And I'll say, okay, well, are you a big coffee person? Don't worry, I won't tell. Uh, it's funny every time. Uh, and um, usually they're not. And I'll say, okay, well, I would do a latte or a cappuccino. Okay, I'm not going to keep them through the whole spiel. Uh, I would usually recommend like a cappuccino to start or maybe a latte. A cappuccino is a little stronger taste, but the creamy foam is so nice. And flavor-wise, I like brown sugar cinnamon. I like uh, chocolate chip cookie dough, caramel, vanilla. Um, snickerdoodle, it's one that we offer. It's really nice. And uh, in, a hot, in a cold drink, um, I, my favorite drink, probably Capomo or coffee drink of all time, it's a, a caramel frappuccino. Uh, something about it is just like, I call it the, the king of coffee. It's just delicious. It's cold. It's sweet. It's bitter it's sugary it's everything you want was it that what you said you got at mcdonald's mm -hmm. how, how does yours compare to mcdonald's okay well i i'll say that mcdonald's used to have the best caramel frappuccino in the world but now they can get in the back i'm in town now my there caramel fraps are amazing uh, i probably drink one every day i'm back to it i'm back on my bs <laughs> <laughs> i'm working the cafe myself a lot these days just trying to save up some money so we can get more cafes in the future. So uh, if you guys come down uh, or anyone else, you'll be likely to see me or potentially my sister, uh, Ruthie, the pretty blonde behind you making you drinks. So we'll look forward to seeing you anytime. Well, I'm watching you, Wazowski. Always watching. <laughs> Best Pixar movie all time? I'd say Pixar mm -hmm. pretty good. Uh, Incredibles. Ooh, Incredibles is good. See. Up. Up? Yeah. Up's a good one. Well, maybe not as a whole. As far as like few mo like the 10 minute, the married life sequence with the piano and they can't have a baby and then she dies and there's the music. Yeah. Spoiler. 
yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. If you well, haven't you, seen, you know, there's yet. an up house here in Utah, though, right? Wait, really? Yeah, yeah on Harriman or Daybreak. Is it Daybreak yeah, or Harriman? I think it's deep. Some guy they built the replica of the app house. What? That's crazy. You guys yeah. heard uh, another fun Pixar fact. Um, Rick Ashley, he has the the largest um, Pixar movie collection uh, really? in in the states. Yeah, uh, and he's really generous. Uh, he'll lend you any of them except for Up. He's never gonna give you up. Never gonna let uh, you down. Uh, ah. got Rick rolled. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, get Rick rolled. Podcast lol. Hey, uh, one thing I want to plug, if I can, before uh, we're done. Um, we do bottle and ship our uh, Capomo Espresso um, out of state. Uh, so uh, if anybody is within the sound of my voice, uh, send us a message on Instagram. Uh, we sell like 25-ounce bottles of the concentrated, like because espresso is basically strong coffee, but ours is not, obviously. Right. Uh, each bottle is enough to make like seven drinks, and well, six or seven drinks. And each bottle is $25 and we can customize the level of caffeine in the bottle. So each of your six or seven drinks can have as much caffeine as you want. So, uh, at, so at that would be what Cafe, you would, huh? That'd be your equivalent of black coffee, right? Of, a sp- so of, of espresso. Mixed, if you mixed it right. like equal parts with water, it would be like black coffee. Okay. So you would have to mix in your own milk and flavor. If you want whatever you need. Okay. Yeah. Sure. So can we order that and then you can give us specific instructions on how to tailor it? Yeah, that... for sure. Well, I'll, I'll tell you now, it's basically uh, for a latte, let's say a 12 ounce latte, you would, uh, it's about like mm, three or four ounces of the Capomo uh, and a third as much uh, sweetener uh, if you want it to be sweet or no sweetener if you don't like sweetener uh, and then milk and ice and you have a nice latte. So uh, it's pretty simple. Uh, and I'm always on Instagram providing uh, IT support uh, if you can't figure out how to pour a bottle. So good to know. <laughs> Do you have any idea what the nutritional value is? like? Um, so of our specific formulation, no. Um, but the plant that we use, um, you can look up and find us nutritional content online. Um, and ours is just like really strong, like a lot of it's probably each latte I imagine uh, is about like like one or two, maybe one and a half serving. Like a small latte is probably like one serving of Capomo. So if you find out, you know, what I mean, the nutritional content of Capomo, um, which you can find on the internet, C A P O M O, the nutritional content is good. Uh, but I'm such a small business. I hope to have some independent, you know, analysis done in the future of my specific formulation, but. Right now, I'm just trying to keep the lights on. That's why we got to blow you up. Have everybody <sighs> check out Latter-day Coffee. Cafe. Oh, sorry. Latter-day Cafe. I forgive you. Check um, him out on Instagram. Brandon has had his coffee today, so he's... I haven't had, <laughs> yeah, I haven't had my Capomo yet. So. Hey, remembered. Well, awesome, gentlemen. Thank you both so much for, for having me on. Uh, really was a, was a pleasure. I'm glad that I talked to you uh, instead of seeing a girl that I was going to see. So, <laughs> well, I got to say it again. Thanks to Michael for having us. I was going to say, thanks a latte for being our friend, Michael. Thanks a latte for being our friend. Indeed. Latte. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun to talk with him. He's a good guy. And I think a pretty cool concept that he's got going on. And yeah, my biggest concern was that if I went down there and really liked it, 
I'd be wanting to get coffee all the time. I'm not quite there yet, but the sooner he can come to the Salt Lake area, the better, I would say. And one thing we failed to mention while we had him on there is that they do have free 900, what was it? Internet service. Oh, 900 megabytes internet. Yeah, service. So free. <laughs> I just love that the sign specifies how fast the internet is that is there. And they have a cool piano there with a hymn book. So if you can sit down and play some hymns, sing some songs. Drink your fake coffee, um, play some hymns. And like he mentioned, they've they have a few different other few choices there. So you can get some food, grab your latte, and enjoy yourself. Yeah, definitely would rec- recommend you try it out. Don't worry, be frappe. Thanks for listening to this Place Podcast. See you next week.